We are I. What I've noticed in the health and wellness space in the last, I would say, six months, but really specifically in the last three, and I've talked about this before on this podcast, and you see this absolute groundswell of people kind of really understanding how unhealthy the food that we eat is. And a lot of this, you know, is thanks to Gary Brecca. And then I thought this morning, is this, should we be thankful for this? And overwhelmingly, the, you know, the vast majority of all of my consciousness says yes, because this is what I'm already doing. I've been doing this for 20 years. It's just nice that somebody came along who happened to work with a couple very famous people radically change their health and show the health and wellness community how healthcare can be achieved and how our so-called healthcare system is not doing that or anything close and coming with absolute receipts. And I think that if he didn't come from a, a health insurance background, I don't think that he would have gained as much popularity because this is a man who talks about how insurance companies looked at your medical history and knew to the month when you would most likely die with extreme accuracy. This is how they could hedge the bets on your your life insurance policies and your medical insurance policies. This is how he could do this. And this is the reason why these companies gave you the coverage they gave you at the premiums they decided to give you. This is the reason why. So, This man is armed with an extreme amount of knowledge about health and wellness, an extreme amount of knowledge about what people are actually doing with your data, and could say it in a digestible way for people to understand. Now, where I say that should we be thankful for this is because he's opened up my eyes and a lot of people that I know, a lot of our eyes just wholly... And to a degree that I had no idea, right down to like, you shouldn't even be drinking your tap water for these and these reasons and the water that you should be drinking. It's like, okay, but this is kind of what I'm talking about is I'm in a silo of people who are looking always to be able to do the best by way of their body, by their mind, their heart, their soul. And this is the people that I surround myself with intentionally and unintentionally. And same thing on social media, intentionally and unintentionally. So it seems like, it seems like that everybody is thirsty for this knowledge. I want everybody to be thirsty for this knowledge. You know, I regularly repost, you know, posts from Dr. Rhonda Patrick, Dr. Andrew Huberman, and, you know, Gary Brecca. Dr. Paul Saladino, Dr. Sean Baker, 
You know, a lot of these people with that are armed with an extreme amount of knowledge. That's not only just for the body, but also for the mind, the heart, and the soul. Dr. Jordan Peterson. Because this is what's important to me. But the one thing that I realized, and this is something that I've always known, is that the vast majority of people don't really give a shit about their health. They say they do, but they don't really. People are like, well, I don't have time to eat that. Yeah, you do. You just don't want to. Just admit that. Why don't I have time to eat regularly? Yeah, you do. You just don't want to. Oh, I can't eat that food. It costs too much. Well, you drink Starbucks every day. Yeah, you can. How about you change your, you know, five and six dollar coffee for one that costs like 25 cents that you make at home and you go buy some better quality food? Seems like a problem solved to me. Oh, I can't go to the gym and work out. I get embarrassed being around other people. Okay, work out at home. Don't want to do that either. Go work out in a park. Don't want to do that either. Well, now you just don't want to, period. Because you don't need equipment to work out. You don't need to work out in a gym. You work out at home. You work out at a park. You just simply go walk. You can find a hill to be able to walk up for the most part. You like there's there's a lot of things you do, but you just don't want to. Oh, I don't like drinking water. Well, no, you just like drinking pop or juice boxes or coffee or tea or, you know, fucking any of the bullshit. You just like that. Your body needs why you would die if you didn't have it. So you just don't want to. You know, you could go get your blood work done, you know, every six months, at least once a year. It's free here in Canada. You don't. It's because you don't want to. You know, you might need to get that blood work and decipher that information in a in a different way than what your doctor wants to tell it to you, which is my case in point. And I know and I love my doctor because she's one of my really good friends. But we don't agree on, you know, what some of those biomarkers say and what they mean to my long-term health. But that's okay. Because I need that information. And I want to disseminate that information on my own. And I know the tide will change and she'll look back at it one day and be like, oh yeah, you know, she may never admit that I'm right and probably never will. But we will eventually end up on the same page because I'm on the right side of history because I keep my ear to the street. So I realize this. And my whole point behind all this is it just creating a bigger divide like everything else, like fucking politics and religion, playtime, you know, health, nutrition? Is it just creating a bigger divide? Because I do. When Gary Brecker says never drink tap water again, it's not that I think that he is God's gift to medical information or you know health and wellness information. It's just I know what he's saying is true. Literally. You know, drinking like filtered water only. I've known that for years and years and years. You know, stop drinking tap water because of the things like chlorine and fluoride in it. Like all the new latest research, like there's no safe accumulative dose for chlorine in your body. And if you look at the latest research with fluoride, it has way more harm than good. Shows absolutely no benefit to the strength of your teeth. No benefit at all. You know, never mind it's demineralized. 
like all these things. They just, you know, the part where I say that I believe him wholeheartedly because of the other information that he says, you know, drinking hydrogen water, which I don't yet, which I want to get in the routine of doing. But like, this is where I invest, you know, my time being like, hey, this is something new I didn't know. Is this legit? Is this real? Well, seems like all the evidence says yes. But again, to convince somebody who doesn't even want to drink water, period. You know, my dad falls into this category. Drink like a bottle of water a day. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, you need to drink more water than that. No, you know, I don't like to drink water. Okay, well, yeah, fine. So I literally bought him a bottle that connects to his phone to show how little water he's drinking in contrast to the water he should be. Well, now he's like 80% of the way. And I said to him, I don't want you to get to 100%. Because right now, 80% seems arduous and pointless to you. I'd rather you go back down to 60% and make that easy. And then 80% in a year creeps back in. And then 100% in five years from now creeps back in. Because the amount of water you would have drank over the course of those five years is like fucking 20 years worth of water you were drinking before. So that's a huge win. Because I need you around longer. You're my dad. You know, like these are the realities. And getting away from this fucking bullshit that like, oh, it's not a big deal to, you know, eat that ice cream. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker. Well, you also said that about the shit fucking bread that you ate, the shit pasta that you ate, you know, like the shit chips you may have just nibbled on, only had a couple. The, oh, it was just one cookie. The cumulative dose of all this shit. The fucking yogurt that has more sugar than protein in it by an exponential margin. All of these things. Literally all of them. So this is the tough part. When people just don't get it. Oh, I'm too fucking old to change. Like, oh, I'm older in life. I just deserve to go in peace. It's like, no, when you eat all this shitty food and drink all these shitty drinks, you just don't want to quite fucking admit how shitty it is. It's not that you deserve to be able to die quicker and in more discomfort because this is the routine that you've set for yourself. But just say that. Just say it. This is what I'm doing. Don't try to lie to yourself. And more fucking importantly, don't try to convince me. Don't try to convince me that, oh, it's not that big deal to have this, this, and this. It's like, it actually is. Now, if you don't want it to be, that's a different story. But it actually is. Don't fucking sit there and tell me that I should not stop at a stop sign when the fucking sign says stop. So this is the part where I say, like, is it beneficial? Because all these people, yes, they're influencing some people who are kind of fence-sitting. And there is a groundswell of the movement of understanding how horrible people's health is now. It's getting, the groundswell is getting bigger. Yes, it is. That makes me happy. Because right now, the younger generation, the kids between kind of 16 and, you know, 24, 28, they spend more money on health and wellness than any other generation ever. And it's like, I like that. I see, I'm like, okay, between the all the people that I just listed and then some, 
And then you have this generation that wants to consume more of this. It's like, finally, we'll have some change. Finally, hopefully, maybe, hopefully. Because the people like me, the 40-year-olds out there, definitely the fucking 60-year-olds, definitely the 70-year-olds, definitely the 80-year-olds are most likely not going to change. Like maybe fucking literally one out of 100 or maybe one out of every 500 will actually change their ways for the rest of their life. Right now, I'm making subtle changes, minor moves. You know, if I was in a boxing ring, the moves I'm making right now, it's just kind of like the head fakes. You know, knowing that jab's not actually coming, knowing that that other boxer's not trying to land it, he's just trying to gauge my timing. Head fake, head fake. You know, small, subtle moves. Because I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not trying to knock this motherfucker out in the first round. Subtle moves. Easy, dancing, playing a little bit. That's where I am. So, is the divide getting larger because of these people? Yes, for people like me in this demographic and, and above. But I believe no for the demographic that's below me. You may be 30 and below. And this is where I put my hope. And this is why I choose to work with children because I understand that literally children are our future. But you have to stop and think. Children literally are our future. What do we want that future to look like?